Welcome to Words from Ward, Mary Ward's first ever podcast radio where teachers and students come together to share their stories and tell their tales. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. All right, welcome back everyone to the Mary Ward's very own podcast, Words from Ward. This is your host speaking, Nith, grade 12 student, you already know about me. I'm going to hand over the mic to the wonderful guest today, sir, if you'd like to give yourself an introduction. Hi, my name is uh, Mr. Mabruko. I'm the president of the Nith Fan Club, and I'm really excited to have the first episode of our podcast, um, Nutty Nith. Yeah. Uh, so, Nith, Nith, like, tell me how, how nutty you are. Um, <laughs> I'll take a squirrel. So. <laughs> like a squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> the the president the 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 Nith Nutty Club that's yeah, another yeah, yeah. episode oh, oh sorry, yeah, sorry 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 about that okay um, we're actually <clears> here <throat> to s- <laughs> we're actually here to speak about something drama related and something very exciting this year that has not been award for a couple of years and that is the musical yes sir and um so the musical this year is called Working mm-hmm. and I'm gonna hand it off to you so you could tell us all about Working and what it is and the genre and everything. Oh boy, this is wonderful. Uh, So for those of you who don't know me, I'm the drama teacher. Uh, I'm also one of the English teachers, but I'm the only drama teacher. So I'm the best and the worst drama teacher at Ward. Uh, That's a joke I make a lot. Uh, Notice how Nit said exactly when I said worst (laughs) drama teacher, not best. Mm. Getting flashbacks (laughs) to grade 10. Oh, don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, so Ward has had a really long tradition of doing musicals. If you look in that hallway where the drama studio is, there's that big curved hallway in front of the office there. There's all those plaques up on the wall, and there's about 30 of them. And many of them are musicals that the school has done Mm -hmm. in the past. Big, big productions of really, really famous shows like Oklahoma, Guys and Dolls, West Side Story, um, Robin Hood, Aladdin. You know, very, very popular big musicals, right? Huge, huge, huge productions. And then um, COVID happened, and obviously those all Mm kind of had to stop right away. But now that things are slowly starting to loosen up a little bit, we are looking at bringing some more attention back to the drama program Um, And not just the drama program, but just back to the school in general, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to be a drama student to be in the show. The majority of the kids are actually not drama students. Um, It's just any word student that wants to be able to show their creativity, their passion, their skill, um, and to breathe a little life back in the building. Because Mm -hmm. for those of you who were in the building last year, it was nothing, dead, totally dead, totally dead. Um, And this is just one way that we can bring that back, right? Extracurriculars are doing that. Sports are doing that. Clubs are doing that. This is just the way for the creative side to kind of help us out and do that. Thank you, Miss. Mr. Terry just made me some hot chocolate, y'all. Shout out to Mr. Terry. Myth flexing, like, oh, the teacher just made me a special drink. And, you know, don't worry about it. You know how it is when you're on the podcast. You know how it is, right? (laughs) So speaking of working, sorry if I interrupted you, but could you give us a little rundown of... Of the show? Yeah. For sure. Um, So like I said, the shows in the past were really big, big shows. Uh, But to be honest with you, they were very much shows about um, the stories of white people from the 1950s. Mm -hmm. And they're good. Like, they're good shows. They're lots of fun. But they don't really reflect the community that you see when you walk around the halls at work. Mm -hmm. Right? So I wanted to do something that was a little more reflective of what it's like to be a word student, what it's like to live in this area, to go to school here, to mm-hmm. be part of this community. So what is Working? So Working is a show that is based off of interviews that was done by an American um, historian and journalist named Studs Terkel. And in the 1950s and 60s, he interviewed a bunch of people that had regular jobs, like nurses, 
like um, undertakers, mm -hmm. like gardeners, like construction workers. Not fancy bankers or CEOs yeah. or actors, but just regular, what, what they call blue collar jobs. Mm -hmm. And he interviewed over 300 people and he got all their interviews and he put them into a big giant book. And he turned that book into a spoken word album. And eventually, a composer named Stephen Schwartz looked at it and said, I think this would be a really good musical. Mm -hmm. Stephen Schwartz is a guy who did um, Wicked. Wicked any, yeah. any of our listeners out there who know Wicked? Defying Gravity. Like if that, you want to sing, yeah. what are you going to sing? Um, I don't know about that. So we'll, say, we'll say that okay. for the musical. We'll say that for the musical. Defying. Sorry. Bonus, bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Um, so he picked it up and he said, this, is gonna be, this would be a really good show. So he got together with another um, musician named James Taylor. Your parents probably know who he is. Mm -hmm. uh, he did a song like Fire and Rain. If you've ever seen the, no, I'm thinking of the Tarzan Disney movie. That's, that's Phil Collins, not that. Anyway. A, a different white man yeah. uh, who, who <laughs> plays guitar. Um, so he picked up the music for that as well. And so they wrote a musical. And the way the musical works is, that's not a made up story. The interviews are the story. It's real. So yeah, when you're listening to this, per, this like construction worker named Mike, who's talking about his job, that was a real person. That mm -hmm. was a real guy named Mike Dillard in Chicago in the 1960s who actually felt that way about his job. So you're not listening to a made-up story. You're listening to real people's lives, mm. real working people's lives. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. No worries. It features all kinds of different jobs from construction workers to bricklayers to waitresses to teachers to people who are unemployed to office workers. Um, and it was a really, really, really popular show for a long time. And then it got an update in 2012 mm -hmm. with a uh, composer that people might have heard of. His name is Lin-Manuel Miranda. He mm -hmm. did this little show called Hamilton. Hamilton yep. Became like a minor, gigantic, you know, galactic hit. Um, so he took a look at it and he modernized it a bit. So one of the ones he added was a song about an Uber driver. So oh, it's an okay, yeah. Uber Eats delivery driver is one of the songs. And then he added another song. Uh, it's a duet called We Had a Really Good Day, and it features a um, male voice and a female voice. The male voice is a uh, long-term care home worker, mm -hmm. so somebody who works with the elderly, uh, and he's Spanish. And the female voice is a uh, Filipina nanny who works with a little girl, uh, with a family who doesn't really care about the little girl, and she sends the money back home to her family in the Philippines. Yeah. Um, and there's like lines in Spanish and lines in Tagalog, and when I looked at that song, I thought, wow, that, you know, <laughs> what else kind of represents Mary yeah. Ward more than that song? So that's the version we're doing, is the more mm -hmm. modernized, the modernized one. one. Um, and I think it's really fantastic because all throughout this pandemic, we've been doing things like celebrate frontline workers. Yeah. And if you think back to when people were like banging pots and pans outside their houses for the nurses and mm, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, right? So we're being told, celebrate the truck driver, celebrate the nurse, celebrate the long-term care home worker. The uh, real people. The real people who were doing the real work, right? Yeah. Getting dirty with it. Um, and that's what this show is mm. literally about. And I think it does a really good job of representing the community. I think a lot of people's families will see themselves on the stage. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people will see their own parents on the stage. Yeah. Um, and that's always been my goal, is to help the community at Ward see themselves on the stage. Not seeing other people's stories, but seeing... Seeing their real, own. genuine stuff. Yeah, seeing their own stuff. And that's what I'm, uh, what I'm hoping we're going to do. Mm, perfect. So you really wanted to encapsulate the feel, like people's feelings of seeing someone that's like them mm -hmm. put on stage. Absolutely. That's yeah. great. Is that a major reason what made you decide that you wanted to do working? That simple fact that you want people to see themselves? So that's one of them. The other major reason is that the way the show works is um, there isn't a story. It's a song and then a monologue and then a mm. song and then a monologue. So to be honest with you, it's really easy to do on Zoom. 
<laughs> so if we had to go, please, God, no, yeah. please, if we had to go back to that, then we could do it on Zoom if we had to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like my first, guiltily, my first reason for doing it. Um, but it also is a really beautiful show with really excellent music, really fun music, a lot of great opportunities for acting and singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of meets that requirement that I have, which is, am I, when I am serving this community, what what am I showing this community? Because as the drama teacher, it's kind of my choice to decide what goes up on stage, yeah. right? So what am I choosing to show the kids in this school? Am I choosing to show them themselves mm-hmm. or am I showing them something else? Uh, what kind of art am I valuing? What, what am I telling them is important? Am I telling them that these old stories from the 1940s are important or am I telling them that their lives are important? Yeah. Mm. And that's always the balance that I try to have whenever I'm deciding what kind of stuff is getting shown on stage. So hopefully this shows um, the community themselves as opposed mm-hmm. to somebody else. Yeah, and it is because it's a bunch of Mary Ward students and it's a bunch of people who are real. It's not no fake stuff like Aladdin flying around mm-hmm. on the carpet, you know? No shade on Aladdin. Yeah, you know, that was Aladdin a, probably. It's a good no show. <laughs> so, um, so we chose working as a musical, but were there any other musicals that you had in mind? Or was there not a lot of options because of COVID? Well, Nith, you had given me your musical that you had written about your own life. Your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Didn't notes, make the cut. notes from Nith. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's too good. Too good. To be honest with you, I think that's it why just I didn't go, make the cut. That's why. Too good. Okay. Straight. Maybe maybe like ten years down the road, like maybe. just to show homage. Straight to Broadway. Straight to Broadway. Um, no, there were some other shows that I thought about too. Um, there's a show called Once on This Island, which is a musical that's based on a Caribbean folktale. It's mm-hmm. kind of like. The simplified way of putting it is Jamaican Little Mermaid. Oh, that would have been fun. Kind of like that, sort Mm -hmm. of. Um, The reason why I didn't pick it is because you can't, it doesn't really have roles for Caucasian actors at Mm. all. At all. Um, So that's something that I have to kind of consider when I'm doing that. Um, There's another really good show called Children of Eden, which is about... um, Adam and Eve getting kicked out of the Garden of Eden mm. and God is one of the characters in the show oh, and wow. like Satan is one of the characters in the show. Oh, wow. It's a really cool show, um, but it's a little trickier to do. Like you have to have lots of special effects and makeup yeah. and that kind of stuff. And we're on our way to getting that set up, but not quite yet. Whereas working, you know, it's easier to do a costume of a construction worker yeah. as opposed to God. Yeah, that'll <laughs> right? be, that'll be pretty hard. Yeah, so there were a couple other ones I had in mind. Uh, and these are all like future potential considerations, yeah, right? Adam's Family was another one. Uh, Legally Blonde was another one. Oh, wow. Uh, pff, what's that one? Hairspray was another one. Oh, Hairspray, one. that would have been. Yeah. That's a so, big one, though. Hairspray is a really, really big one. Yeah. Hairspray requires a lot of dancing. Yeah. A lot of dancing. Um, I know Nith, you're an expert dancer. Oh, and we, no, we'd no, love no, to see no, you no. shaking it up on <laughs> stage. But. Well, well, we'll let that be to adrenaline. Okay. Yeah, okay. for sure. So I know a lot of people think when you choose a musical, it's like, all right, let's choose the most fun one. Let's choose the most live one and we'll have fun. But there's actually a lot more that goes behind the scenes when choosing a musical. And I just like you to tell me what that rundown is of choosing a musical before actually doing one. Yeah, that's a really good question. So you want it to be something that people will sign up for, mm-hmm. right? If you have like five people come out, then, you know, you, yeah. f- you failed. That's not musical. Um, so it has to be something that people will be excited about, that mm-hmm. people will want to be in and watch. Mm-hmm. So that's something to consider. Um, the other thing is that you have to look at, like some musicals are really heavy on the dancing, like Hairspray. Yeah. A lot of dancing in Hairspray. So if you have a lot of really strong dancers, then you can do it. Mm-hmm. If you only have a couple, then 
you just have like you know one guy from adrenaline popping yeah. and locking on stage it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense good for him but mm -hmm. it doesn't really work right or some musicals um they're really centered on one person like jesus christ superstar mm -hmm. the main character is jesus and you got to have one really good jesus and the show's all about yeah. jesus um, so it's more what they call a star vehicle. So it really shows off one person. Those are fine, but as a, like if I was just a director of a theater, I would do those shows. Yeah. But because I'm a teacher in a school, I want to give everyone multiple students multiple opportunities mm. to show off. So I want to have shows that aren't just like, here's one really good kid, come watch this one really good yeah. kid. Um, I want to have opportunities want for as many different people mm -hmm. as possible to be in there. Um, now, that doesn't mean that we can't do those kinds of shows, yeah. but my goal is to kind of make sure that the largest number of students gets the largest number of opportunities exactly. to show their parents and the community just how good they are. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's also, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's also something to do with rights. Yeah. So you actually have to buy the rights to do a musical, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, copyright, you don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. Big time. So that's also a big thing that goes into it? Huge, 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 huge. huge. So the, the rights to a musical are owned by a company. Mm -hmm. um, the big one is called, doesn't matter, called MTI, but they own a, like 90% of the musical rights. Mm -hmm. So you have to pay for the right to do it. If you don't, you get sued for copyright infringement. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. So the rights to do this show uh, cost me just about $3,000. Okay. That's just for the permission to do the show. It's a lot of money for permission. Yeah. It's then expensive you permission. Yes. Expensive. You thought your last date was expensive for yeah, permission. No. This is much more. Yeah. Um, so $3,000 just to, for the permission to, just do, to it. do it. Just to do it. Okay. Then you got to buy the scripts on top of that, and you're only allowed to buy the scripts from them. Scripts cost an extra $800 on top of that. Oh, you can't photocopy or nothing like that? No, because that is also copyright. copyright? That's wow. also copyright, so you can't so do that So you have to get either. original copies. Original copies, and wow. you have to, they mail them to you from New York, and mm -hmm. then you have to mail them back. No email, no nothing. It's like you get a big box in the mail, mm. then you got to put them all back. And if a kid you know, rips out a page by accident or puts a pen mark or something... That script is uh, destroyed by really? them, and then they charge you for that script. Oh. So it's all pencil only. You have to be super, super delicate. That makes so much sense now. Every musical I've been in, when I'm doing my notes, I can never use pen. Yes. Now I know why. Because then they sell that script back to oh. the next person that wants to use it. And wow. if you put pen on it, they can't use it. They can't use it. They can't use it. Right. So they destroy it, and they charge you for it. Um, then there's the music. For example, this year, we're not going to have a band. Uh, because the band is busy doing other things. Yeah. Their, their timing just doesn't work it doesn't out. Work, yeah. So I have to buy the backing tracks mm. for that. That's another $500 on top of that. Wow. Uh, then there's the costumes that we have to get on top yeah. of that. So it's an expensive, expensive... It's an expensive thing to do. It's an expensive thing to do. Like my budget as a drama teacher is about $2,000. So you already went above. I already I'm, I'm already, already like in debt because of this Deep, musical. deep, deep. Mm -hmm. deep. This, so please come see the show. Please come see yeah, the show. Yeah, we, we need money, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, people are like, oh, $10 for a ticket. Uh, yeah. Well, we don't make any money, mm -hmm. right? We don't profit off of it. It just kind of gets us back, back to, to, even. to the even. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, that's all that we're looking to do. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to make money off of people. We're just yeah. trying to be able to do something like this again next year right mm. so that's why we have to charge what we charge yeah, that's i feel like a lot of people say oh why isn't why aren't we doing a musical this year why are we doing this but they don't realize how much work it not how much work how much money 
It takes yeah, just to do it. Because that's the thing, right? Like, that's my budget for grade 9 drama, grade 10 drama, oh, grade 11 drama. Classes. For my classes. Mm. So if I wanted to, you know, like, take my students to go see a play, I can't do you that. You can't do that. Right? If I wanted to bring in a guest speaker, I can't, can't do, do that. that. If I wanted to buy a new piece of technology for the stage, I can't, can't do, do that. that. Yeah. Right? Because 100% of my money, more than 100% of it's my gone. money, is gone. Mm-hmm. So I can do it, but then I got to ask the kids to pay for it. Yeah. And right. Can you pay 20 bucks for this plus for the mm-hmm. bus plus for that? And that's also not really fair. Yeah. It's you know, mm-hmm. um, so that's why we, we can't do it every year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because it, it literally takes the whole year to do. Yeah. And then I'm just not like I'm the worst English teacher in the world because <laughs> all my time is no, being no, spent no. on this. Like, OK, kids, watch this YouTube video. Tell me how you feel about <laughs> it. Because everything's about the musical. Because right? sorry, like my whole life is about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like my wife doesn't remember my face. <laughs> my baby calls the mailman daddy now. Oh my goodness! It's, 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 it's better that way. It's better that way. Me, I think. <sighs> so, other than money, what else is difficult about pulling off a musical and doing it well? I think that students um, m- underestimate how much time it takes for them. Mm. Um, I think they think, you know, I'll get up on stage, sing and dance, say my lines and leave. I could attest to that. Yeah, it's very, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of memorization. It's a commitment. It's a huge commitment. It's a huge, huge commitment. Um, And the the tricky part about it is that when you're up on stage, you can't see what you look like. Yeah. Right? So you have no idea. Is this good? Is this bad? Why am I even bothering? What's the point? Mm-hmm. And then finally, when you see it afterwards, you're like, oh, oh my God, I actually look amazing on stage. But for most of the year, you're like, I hate this guy. Why is he making me stay until six yeah. o'clock to do these rehearsals? This is so painful. Oh, for real. Um, because you don't see what I see. Mm, you don't, they, we don't see ourselves progressing. Yeah. yeah. It just feels like I'm done. It's just got to do this stuff, reading yeah. lines, this stuff. But then in the end, it's, it's amazing. It's, it, I would say one of the most rewarding feelings I felt at Ward was the f- closing night in grade nine of basketball. For basketball, yeah. Because in my opinion, so I was in grade nine. I was the guy that was doing sports and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't think I was in the musical, but I, I joined the musical because I do like acting. So, uh, so I joined it and then I'm like, bro, I hate this because yeah. it, it was, I think it was ev- like two days a week. Yep. From November all the way to above April. Yep. And two days a week doesn't sound like a lot, but think about that for like four or five months straight. And when, up. and when you have other commitments, mm-hmm. like sports, clubs, mm-hmm. like and work, mm-hmm. it just does not add up. And I was like, bro, I need to quit this musical. I was, I was, I even talked to Mr. Tichito about like, yo, I gotta go. But he's like, no, trust me, stay. And I stayed and it was probably the best decision that I did not quit because like, I didn't even talk to any of the people in the cast, but after closing night, like, it felt like we were, we were a family. It, it, like, we were... It very much so. It definitely bonds you together. Yeah, it's, it's a very It's bonding. like being in a war yeah. together, you know? Like, Literally. You get so bonded with each other, and you have great cast parties afterwards, mm-hmm. which is lots of fun. Yeah. But yeah, I would say, like, that finally being up there in front of an audience, it's kind of like when you're competing in a sport against another team that you hate, mm-hmm. and you have the crowd there cheering you yeah. on, and you score... And the crowd goes wild. It goes wild. Right? It's like a buzzer beater. Exactly. Exactly. It's like that feeling every night yeah. when you're on stage. And it takes a hell of a lot of work to get there. But then that, that rush you get afterwards. It, it's, it's definitely worth it. It's amazing. And it's amazing. plus, if you're, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong again, but if you're not in the drama department and you do the musical, you get hours. 
Is that correct? No, because that's that's not volunteering. Oh, okay. Right, you're not volunteering. It's it's an extracurricular. Okay. Right, like you don't get hours for being in, in Hosa club, yeah, or okay. Decca or something, right? Okay, never mind. You guys don't yeah. get hours, but you yeah. get hours of fun. You get hours. <laughs> good, good save, yeah. good save. Hours so this is like a bonus, like a little fun question. So okay, I'm ready. A bunch of the grade twelves. Well, we knew that it wouldn't happen, but we wanted a musical, and we wanted it to be High School Musical, mm-hmm. the musical. Mm. Not the series, that's a show. But mm-hmm. High School Musical, the musical. As a drama director, teacher, professor, drama professor. perfectionist, <laughs> drama per- perfect drama guy. Sure, yeah, okay. Do you think Mary Ward in the future could pull off High School Musical, the musical? Yes. Yeah? Yes. In the future, I do think they could do that. Do you think you, do you, think you would do that? I would do it if it would make the students happy. Mm. I hate that show. Really? I think it's so dumb. It is. I have, it's corny. It's so corny. But it's nostalgic. It is nostalgic. And that's the thing. Is it a meme? That's my old, my, my oldest no, question. No, I don't think right? so. Right? Because like, one of the options that we had was Shrek. Mm. And I thought, okay, people are going to sign up for it. People are going to come to watch it. But are they going to watch it because they actually want to watch it? Or are they going to come just to it's laugh Shrek. at it's it? It's Shrek. It's a meme. Yeah. Right? It's a meme. So that's my question with things like High School Musical. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it because you genuinely like the show? Or is it just for the for the lulls? Mm, I, I see what right? you mean. Like, is, is the entire musical trolling the school? Because <laughs> I'm not sure I want to do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yes, I definitely think that in the future, if you're talking about like, do we have the talent to do mm-hmm. something like that? Yes, I think mm. in the future we will. Is it, yes. ex- is it expensive since it's Disney? Or does that, does that even matter when it comes to... Uh, like yes, it is expensive. To be honest with you, I don't even think the rights are available. Oh, wow. Yeah, because... The way the rights work is if somebody is doing their show professionally, like if it's on Broadway oh, or something somewhere, you're not allowed to do it. Wow. Not allowed. For example, um, there's that musical, Les Miserables, very famous mm-hmm. musical. It came out in the 80s. The rights for it only became available like five or six years ago. Wow, because every year because Broadway it, was doing it. It's always on Broadway or it's on like an international tour somewhere, mm. right? but like the professionals are doing it. So that's why you don't see many of the big name musicals right. on stage because it's hard. You can't even right. get the rights. You can't even get the rights. Wow, there's so much behind the scenes that people don't, that I don't realize. Why? Why? So moving on, we're, still, we're not going to talk about the musical as much. We're going to talk about the drama department. Sure. So as a former drama student, I know all about drama, <laughs> former student. <laughs> I, I didn't have space, guys, to take drama. But anyways. <laughs> didn't have the space. That's the number one thing. I didn't have the space. <laughs> number two is, but sir, my parents want me to be a doctor. I, yeah. I have lawyer, to doctor, biochem. Yeah, sorry, biochem, sir. physics, sorry, and you, you get depressed. <laughs> but whatever. So s- talking to students that have never been in the drama department, mm-hmm. what would you say to them and what would you tell them to lure them into drama? To lure them, lure into, them drama. into drama. I don't know the teachers luring children is a good look. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a different yeah, word. Yeah, we'll use a different term. To uh, invite them. Invite them. Encourage to show them, them what drama is about. Drama. Um, so this is what I tell my grade nines. I tell my grade nines, I don't care if you ever become an actor. Uh, you're probably not going to become an actor. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. My goal is not to make you an actor. My goal is to help you feel confident when you talk to people. Mm-hmm. My goal is to help you work in groups and solve problems in groups. Mm-hmm. And my goal is to help you uh, think on your feet. And you need those skills in, in every single job, in every single situation in life. It doesn't matter if you're a miner 10,000 feet underground chipping away at a rock in the dark. You still need to know how to talk to people yeah. and feel confident about what you're saying. Um, and that's what you learn mm-hmm. in drama. Now, we learn it through games, through fun, through plays. Like, the way we learn it is very you know, dramatic. dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point is not 
you know, can you read a script or can you stand on stage yeah. properly, right? Or are, are you a good actor? Mm-hmm. That's not the goal. It's nice. Yeah, you know, when that happens, that's a bonus. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy, like, if there's a student who is really good at that and wants to pursue that, I'm happy to help them develop that skill. Mm-hmm. But that's not the goal. The goal is just, can you make eye contact with people? Can you talk to people? Like can quick. You, quick. Can you feel confident on mm-hmm. stage? And can you understand the way other people are feeling? Because that's what being an actor is about. Yeah. Right? Like when you play a different character, you have to understand how that character mm-hmm. feels. It's not just reading lines. You have to actually react genuinely to what right. the other person is saying. Right. And that's the difference between like, my mm. name is John. I went to the store. I had so much fun. It was great. Like that's yeah. reading. That's right? not acting. That's not acting. That's not, yeah. Right? And you get that when you understand how another person feels, when you mm-hmm. have empathy. And I think that those skills, um, understanding how other people feel, making eye contact, mm-hmm. feeling confident when you speak, I feel like that has completely gone away mm. with COVID, right? Yeah. Like think back to all the black screens that you saw. Think yeah. back to all like the awkwardly silent mm-hmm. classes that you had. Um, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. And I think that those skills are more important now than they yeah. ever have been yeah. ever before. I would argue, I mean, every teacher would argue this about their own class, but I would argue the drama class is the most important class that you'll take oh, really? ever, ever in your life. Because it just teaches right you skills that other, like math, physics, can't wouldn't teach you. You can learn those things there too, but that's not really the point of those mm-hmm. classes, right? The point of this class is to be confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've had multiple students who have said to me that their parents forced them to take grade nine drama really? because they were shy. Oh, yeah. And to get them to kind of come out of their shells mm-hmm. and speak to people. Um, so that is my goal. And then along the way, you get to be on stage, you get to do other yeah, fun the stuff. The fun stuff. The fun stuff too. Like that's all part of it too, mm-hmm. but... My goal at the end is not, I want to I want to be a professional actor. My goal at the end is, I feel comfortable talking to people, and I feel comfortable with myself, and I feel comfortable understanding how other people feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the most important thing for a high school student to have when they yeah. come out of school, right? Because yeah. if you are amazing at math, science, chemistry, business, whatever, but you can't talk, but you can't communicate, it's then open. you're basically just a, a, a calculator. Yeah, you're, at that you're point. nothing. You're not a human at that point. Right. Wow, that's great. I never really thought about. I always thought about drama as acting, dancing, singing. Mm-hmm. But now I look back at it. Grade nine drama and grade ten drama really helped me be more confident. And look at you now. And yeah, exactly. Like I would not be able to do a podcast and hold a conversation before. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Also because of grade <laughs> ten drama. Yo. So speaking of the drama department, I think we all know that Mary Ward is known for having a notorious drama program and having amazing musicals and place and this is more of a personal question for you Mm -hmm. did you feel any pressure coming into ward and taking up the mantle of being the drama teacher here huge pressure really huge huge pressure and you cannot you can't really tell any of the students that eh? it's hard well uh, everybody who's listening to the podcast now will know yeah Um, but yeah huge pressure because you know i talked earlier about that big wall that has all the posters on it Mm -hmm. i saw that when i came in yeah um i was told about mr dalton and his legacy when i came in um, I saw all the amazing work that Mr. Tachito did too when exactly. he came in. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I was not a drama teacher before I came to Ward. My oh. first year, my first year as a drama teacher was my first year at Ward. Oh, really? I always taught English, philosophy, religion. Um, that's more what I taught. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of drama outside of school. I was an actor for a little while. Oh yeah. Um, I went to a theater school. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. A, I have like a lot of theater training, and I've I've taught kids drama for a very long yeah. time just not in school. school. So I have lots of experience doing it. Mm -hmm. um, And I was ready to do it. I had just never done it formally before. So yeah, there was a ton of pressure. 
coming in. I knew that I had a lot to live up to. Um, I was really excited mm -hmm. by it. Um, and then luckily COVID happened and I couldn't really do yeah. anything. So yeah. <laughs> there was no pressure anymore. Um, but it's, it's been going well. I mean, my first year we had uh, the grade 12s. They went to the, uh, the National Theater School Festival mm -hmm. where they competed against a bunch of other schools and they won uh, Best Ensemble oh, wow. and Best um, Light and Sound. Your brother yeah. won the award for Best Tech Crew Member oh, yeah, yeah, that. for that. Um, we had uh, the podcast or the drama podcast has yes. been doing really well too. It's been around. This is our third season that we're going mm -hmm. into. Um, that got submitted to the National Theater School Festival. It oh, won wow. a bunch of awards too. That's great. Um, so we're getting the word out there a little bit more about the program and encouraging mm -hmm. people to come in for the program. Um, so yeah, we're slowly, I mean, the performing arts and the arts in general has been hit hard across the city because of COVID, especially yeah. at work. And so myself and the other arts teachers are in the process of trying to rebuild mm. our programs, right? How do we get more kids to come in? How do we get more kids to sign up? Um, and there's always a bit of that you know, there's always the parent who says, well, what are you going to do with arts? You're not going to be an artist. Why, do you, why are you taking music? Yeah. A bunch of parents say that. Right? Lots of parents say that. Um, and there are lots of kids who maybe want to do these courses, not because they want to have a career in the arts, but just mm -hmm. because it's something they're interested in. And that's what we're all trying to do, is to let the kids know it's okay to pursue your interests. You know, if you don't make a career out of it, if you don't make money off of it, that's okay. Right? As long as you're passionate. As long as you can develop a passion that mm -hmm. you have. Because then, like I said, you know, you're getting excellent marks and everything. But then when you walk out of the school, do you have anything to talk about? Exactly. Other than... 90s. Your marks? Yeah. You know? And that's what you learn through the electives. And Mary Ward has fantastic, fantastic. electives. Fantastic Amazing. electives. Most of my courses are electives. Yeah. yeah. Really, I mean, the kids who come to the school are blessed to be able to have oh, this yeah. variety of electives. Um, so I definitely encourage anybody out there who's listening when it comes to course selection time, take those electives, my friends. It'll, mm -hmm. it'll really change your life. You'll remember those courses for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. It opens a lot of gateways to different potentials that you never knew you had. Like, Absolutely. I never knew I was going to be in drama. Like, I, knew, I never knew I was going to be in musicals. It's crazy. So now that we got everything out of the way with drama... I want to... Is our drama out of the way? Yeah. No, I, think, I think our beef is squashed. Okay. Now good. that you are the president of the Nutty Nith the, the, the Nutty Nith fan club? Yeah. You missed a lot, Miss. You missed a lot. <laughs> you can't tell right now, but Nith and, Nith and I are holding hands. Yeah. It's really wonderful. It's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of electric. We, yeah. We might, yeah. we might start getting videos on podcasts just so you can see. Nice. nice. So I want to come back full circle as we wrap things up and talk about one more thing about the musical, just the, the dates. Mm -hmm. Do we have any dates for the musical so people know when it's happening? Yes, we do. Um, it's going to be happening in April. It's going to be the week after Easter. Okay. And we're going to be having three shows, one for the elementary students and two for the general public. Mm. Hopefully, we can do it live on, on stage. stage. Uh, what we've been told so far by the provincial government is that March, I believe March, is when they're no longer going to require masks indoors. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, fingers crossed, it uh, goes that way yeah. so that we can actually have a real live audience with live acting on the stage. The and best people way can musical is The best way, the best way, absolutely. So it'll be, uh, tickets will be on sale um, next year mm -hmm. before Easter, and then the show will go on after Easter. Okay, and for people that wanted to come out and join working, but mm -hmm. were a little nervous, mm -hmm. are, they are they still allowed to come join? 
to be in the show. Yeah. No, so at this point, the show is cast. Okay. Uh, we have our cast, we have our crew, we're all set. So now it's about working on the script, the characters, you know, memorizing, mm -hmm. doing all that kind of stuff. Um, but if you want to be part of the show, you can't have a show without an audience. Exactly. And so I encourage people to come out to watch the mm -hmm. show. Uh, you can always follow us on social media to see our updates. Mary underscore Ward underscore drama. Um, yeah, and that's it. And if you're interested, uh, come join drama next year. Exactly. Or try out for the show next year. We're exactly. happy to have you. All right. I think we got everything out of the way. Um, I want to thank you, sir, for this wonderful conversation. You opened up my eyes and a lot of people's eyes about what goes into a musical, the hard work, and also what drama is really about. So thank you, sir. Yeah, you're so good at buttering up teachers, you know? <laughs> you're one of those kids that's so, that's so nice, and the teacher looks at you you're like, what's his secret? What does he really want here? <laughs> hey, man. No, no secrets. secrets, no secrets. Or you, you, you just got to butter them up, you know, you get you know? bonuses. You know? Well, consider me toast because I have been buttered <laughs> by this. There you go. Perfect. I hope everyone on this podcast, on this episode, enjoyed working the episode, not the musical. The musical is coming out in April. We'll see you all very soon next week on next week's topic. Thank you and goodbye.